Hey y'all and welcome to the Stepping Into She podcast. My name is Courtney, the founder and the creator of Stepping Into She. This podcast will feature real relatable women sharing their stories of becoming through their journeys of stepping into she. Topics will include health and wellness, faith, love, sexuality, career, and so much more. Don't forget to like these episodes, subscribe to the podcast, and share with your friends because everyone needs a little journey of stepping into she. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hey, y'all, you are about to check out this episode of Stepping Into Love with my girl, Christy. As a newlywed, we talk about all things stepping into love, moving across the country for love, and how to stay true to yourself. Hope you guys enjoy it. Talking all things stepping into love with the amazing Christy <laughs> from Coming Along With C, um, who is one of my friends. <laughs> I would try yeah. to contain my friend <laughs> answering questions. Um, but we're talking all things love and stepping into the journey of being in love, um, being in a relationship, being married, and all of the things that Christy has gone through. So I'm really excited to share your story with everyone. And hopefully there are some women out there who are listening who take a couple of things away, but also feel very inspired by your journey. So... Tell us a little bit about who you are. Who is Christy? So my motto is I'm a lover of God first. All things fun, far away, and good for the soul. So I love to have a good time. So that's the fun. I like to travel, hence the come along with C. Mm -hmm. And I bring you all along with me when I go places through my pictures and then I love tea. I love to sit down with a good cup of tea. So that's like the tea for the soul. That's where the soul comes in. So I'm a lover of all things fun, far away, good for the soul. Lover of God. I'm a woman of faith. And so I am originally from the DMV, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, specifically the Maryland part, Prince George's <laughs> County, Pretty Girl <laughs> County. Uh, and <laughs> And so I um, now reside in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I moved here last year, and that is because I got married. Yes. That's the reason we're talking about it today. So um, I've been married for a year and four months. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm still newly wedding it out here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I am now a wife. Um, I'm a daughter. Um, mm-hmm. only child. I am a friend. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I can now add podcaster to that along with hey, my hey. friends Courtney <laughs> and Rashana. Yes, yes. So yeah, that's that's who I am. I love it. That is who Chrissy that's is. <laughs> um, okay, so tell us a little bit about your husband. Who is Christy Marrow? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my husband. My husband, Tommy, um, he is from Chicago, uh, and I met him actually through a national um, religious organization, mm-hmm. Through, uh, and this was like back when we were teenagers, and we didn't really like, we weren't friends <laughs> when we met, <laughs> we knew each other like through the organization, but like we never really talked. It's just funny how life works out. So that's how I originally know him. Uh-huh. And then ironically, um, he went to Howard in D.C. And um, 
Yeah. <laughs> He's a few years older than me. So I remember I was in high school. And um, I think this may have been like when he first got there and my mom and I went to pick him up. And I think we like, I think we had went to like a church thing or something like that. But you know, at the time, I was not paying him any attention. I'm in high school, I mean, you know. Um, so again, funny how life works out. And then we um, reconnected or I guess like got reintroduced to each other three years ago in Rochester, New York. We were at a convention for this organization mm -hmm. and yeah like we saw each other um you, we started talking we clicked we connected mm -hmm. and um and it's funny because this the first night where we were like talking catching up um i was like you know these things were cool whatever but i didn't think much of them because i'm like you know we're, we're only here for a week at this point right. we were like it was midweek so he's only gonna be here for like two more days. And I wasn't thinking of it, nothing of it, because he lives in Chicago. I live in the DMV. And so um he was like, I gotta get you to Chicago so I can make you my wife. And I was like, Look how he just manifested that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Okay, yeah, all right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not really thinking anything of it. Um, and so I remember um he had left Rochester earlier than me, and um, I had a roommate, Christina. I don't know if she's on or not. I had a roommate <laughs> and in the hotel room, and I remember he was texting me, and he was like, you know, if you're interested, we can make this work. And I was like, how? Like, you live in Chicago. I live in the D.C. area. <laughs> and I remember, like, Christina was just, like, encouraging me because I was real skeptical. I was like... <laughs> He was like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, like, I wasn't taking all of this serious. You know, I was like, mm -hmm. all right, you know, it was a fun few days getting to know you, but. <laughs> and so, and so. And complete, you guys met in a completely different state, too. It wasn't like you was in Maryland or right. Chicago. You was like. In right, Maryland. right. Like, we were not going back to Rochester. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so I was like, you know, hey, it was nice, like, connecting with you for these few days. Mm -hmm. So he's like, yeah, if you're interested, we can make this work. And I was asking all these questions, and he was like, you know, like, look, are you interested? <laughs> <laughs> look, you, you so know. I was like, oh, yeah. So I was like, yeah. And um, even when I said, yeah, I still didn't think anything of it. I was like, whatever, because, you know, people be lying out here. <laughs> and so the next day, he FaceTimed me. And then the days after that, he just kept FaceTiming me. <laughs> and um, then, yeah, and it just led to... Um, we were visiting each other, and, we and now we're married. <laughs> now we're married. Yeah. Now I'm living one, in Chicago. <laughs> one year in, that's amazing. I love that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And mind you, like all of this happened within a three-year time period, so things so, were moving fast. Just for anyone out there to plug, okay? You all need to wait five to ten years for you man to marry you. <laughs> Nah, uh-uh. <laughs> like, when you know, you know. <laughs> Here and now, it took three years. Three years later, she's in Chicago, married for one year, okay? Um, so, talking about that, you said you lived in Maryland, he lived in Chicago. How was that mm -hmm. going into a long-distance relationship? Because you, obviously, were independent, doing your thing, mm -hmm. like, living the, the dream, the 1,000 life. <laughs> <laughs> right. In Maryland. So, how was that transition? I think, just talking through a little bit how you 
kind of opened up to a, an idea of a long distance relationship. Wow. So <laughs> I never thought I would be in a long distance relationship. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny, like I said, it's funny how life works out because I had been in a relationship where uh, my boyfriend at the time, he traveled for work. Mm. And so I did have to deal with like doing the, uh, you know, FaceTiming and emailing each other, mm -hmm. doing all we could because he was traveling overseas. So doing all we could to like stay connected. Um, but of course that wasn't permanent, right? Because he was just traveling for work and he was coming back. Right. And then I remember there was another guy that I was talking to and he was moving <laughs> away. And, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, we can make this work. And I was like, I'm not about to be FaceTiming you every day. Like, <laughs> I'm not about to be doing that. So right. I, like, was not interested in this at all. But when we met, um, I think it was that he he gave me something that, like, a lot of other guys that I had gone out on dates with or I was talking to did not give me. And that was consistency. And I was like, we don't even live here. But he's like... But he's, he's being consistent. consistent right, right. Here. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so because of that um, and because I trusted him, I was okay with doing a long-distance relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think, like I said, I guess prior events to that had kind of set me up for it, even though like mm -hmm. I wanted to like reject the idea and set me <laughs> up for it so um the transition wasn't that bad because okay. we trusted each other um we you know both had our own lives our own mm -hmm. careers our own things going on so we weren't so like what you doing over there in Chicago like you know what I'm right. saying like <laughs> we weren't like that so it was really it worked out well I, I felt like I was still um, I mean, of course, I still had my independence, but mm -hmm. it worked out really well for me to be able to transition into a long distance relationship um, because I was able to still do all the things that I was doing. And then <laughs> now I get to like, as an added bonus, I get to travel <laughs> to Chicago like every month, right. every month to like see my boyfriend. So um, mm -hmm. the transition, I think, was... Um, it made it made it easier that I kind of felt like you know I had been set up to be able to be open to it, and mm -hmm. then I had someone who showed me like this can work. This could work. Now, were you yeah in your transitioning or your journey from like being single and being set up to be in this longest relationship? What space were you in personally to be able to like mm -hmm. be open to that? Was it something that you had to like process through with yourself or say like, I have mm -hmm. to create space for this? Where were you at personally to be able to say, okay, I'm open to this because this is someone who was like, I'm going to marry you. And you're like, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, to be in a space, where were you at kind of in your personal life to mm -hmm. set you up to be able to be open to, to being in that long distance relationship? So I guess I should just say, I always had the desire to get married right so mm -hmm. I knew that was one thing I wanted to do um and so I had you know been in relationships in my 20s and um I think I was in one in my 30s I don't remember 
And so, <laughs> so after my last relationship, <laughs> um, prior to my husband, I don't even remember how long before that was, but after that relationship, I think I took a little break just to like mm -hmm. reassess, like figure out <laughs> what it is that I wanted. Mm -hmm. But I was also, um, I was open to dating. And so, um, so yeah, so. Now were um, you open to like, in, you were open to dating or intentionally dating? Like, were you in a space where you were like, all right, I'm ready to like intentionally date? And yeah. <laughs> so I think there, part of the time, I think I was just dating just to like, okay. for the fun of it, right? I mean, I think it was like, if some someone comes along that I think, mm -hmm. you know, looks promising to be in a relationship with, that's great. But then I also think that part of me was just like, I just want to get out there and meet people, like see what happens. And then mm -hmm. I think after a while, it did move into a more intentional space. Um, I distinctly remember a year prior to meeting my now husband, I, I did go out on a lot of dates. I would say probably within that year, I became a little bit more intentional. Okay. And I was like, not, I was not getting romantically or physically involved during that time. Okay. I did not want to get attached to someone okay. that <laughs> I was like, I just knew wasn't it. And I'm not meaning like wasn't it as like the one or my husband, but just was not giving me what I was looking for. And that was mm. consistency. That was reliability. Um, like I said, I'm a woman of faith. So I wanted someone who, you know, had a real, you know, went to church and, um, you know, believed in God. <laughs> like mm -hmm. Those are things that <laughs> I was looking for. And so I think that year where although I was dating and I wasn't like romantically or physically involved with anybody. And I mean, like I wasn't even, I think the most that would have happened was like a hug, right? I'm not a kisser. <laughs> so, so we were, you know, like, a little friend hug. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, it's probably like a little church. Hug, you know what I'm <laughs> it's just because I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not a kisser. So I wasn't even like, I don't think I really allowed my, full emotions to get into mm. it when I was going out on these dates. And it wasn't because, um, I don't know, maybe part of me was kind of hesitant to, because like I said, I didn't want to get attached to someone. Mm -hmm. um, it could be, you know, you go out on all these different dates and you don't know, like, mm -hmm. sometimes you get let down and I didn't want to get so attached where it's like, all right, I got to, you know, gather myself and pick up the pieces and then, you know, go out, yeah, out there. For real. So that's, <laughs> yeah. So that's the space that I was in. I was just, you know, I was open mm -hmm. to um, finding someone that I wanted to be in a relationship with. And during that time, I was able to better um, figure out what I liked and what I didn't like. Um, one of the things that I prayed for was... Mm -hmm. God, until I meet the person who becomes my husband, just let me enjoy the wait. Like, let me have a good time. Mm. And I can say, I did that. <laughs> like, I did that. Like, I was so preoccupied with going out on these dates, traveling, like, hanging out with my mm -hmm. friends and family. Like, oh, my life. I mean, married life is good, <laughs> but my, like, single life was lit. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, girl. <laughs> it was it was 
41,000. Okay. So, you know, so I like really enjoyed um, my time. Like I said, I enjoyed now, but I, I did like, like I prayed for, I, I enjoyed it. I went out on some really fun, amazing dates. Obviously, they didn't go anywhere because I'm not with right. any of them. <laughs> and they were great guys. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. They just, we did not uh, click. We didn't connect. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't have some of the things that I was looking for. Um, and mainly, uh, I would have conversations. Once it got to that point, and I wouldn't just bring this up. It would naturally come up. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think once you get to a certain age, you do start talking about, like, the future and marriage. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I remember I was out with this one guy and I think we had went out on a couple of dates and he had started talking about how he wanted his marriage to look. And that didn't align with how I wanted it to look. So <laughs> I knew very quickly that like, you better be you know what this is the last yeah, <laughs> like this was real, you cool and all, but this ain't gonna work. And you know, right. and if you know something is not gonna work, like don't continue to invest any more time with it you know what I'm saying so yeah so that's the space I was in as far as like um the space and being open and receptive to when my now husband came in the picture mm -hmm. I don't think I was really um I wasn't dating and I wasn't really talking to anyone or dating anyone at the time but that year that I met him I did like I had a series of guys that I went out with Mm -hmm. where like I said they weren't consistent like I didn't know where I stood with them like mm -hmm. we're going out on dates and you know doing all this texting and talking or whatever mm -hmm. and like I don't know where I stand with you right and so when he came in the picture like I said he was very intentional he mm -hmm. was consistent like this man did not even live in the area but all that stuff. Face, right, like he FaceTiming me every day. Even now that we're married, he still FaceTime. We still FaceTime each other. That's so cute. But, but like he FaceTimes me every day. Like he's making plans for me to come out and see him, or for him to come out and see me. Mm -hmm. So it was that action. He was reliable. He said whatever he said he was going to do, he did. He did it. And so those were things that I did not get. And the guys that I have went out with before, not to say that that's anything wrong with them, but mm -hmm. during that time, I had figured out, like, this this is what I want. Right. And if you're not giving me that, then... That. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> no, that's so important. You said, you said two things. Um, you pray to enjoy the wait. So it was like, let me mm -hmm. enjoy the fact that God is preparing me for whoever is coming but not get so caught up in like, oh, well, is this guy something? Like, do I have feelings for him and all that? So mm -hmm. you prepared yourself for when you knew it was coming, you knew it was right because you was ready for the consistency, for the intentional, mm -hmm. like intentional planning for the communication and all of those things. So I think that's so important, like for women who are in that space, like just really enjoying the time and knowing what you want. Cause you was like, you created space to yeah. know exactly what you wanted. <laughs> and like you mm -hmm, cut out mm -hmm. all the ties. Cause you know, people are big on like soul ties and all that stuff, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you cut out. They, I mean, ties. <clears throat> Go ahead. yeah, they're real. Like I said, I, I didn't want to get too emotionally involved in someone mm -hmm. that I knew 
like wasn't giving me the level of commitment that I was looking for or I wasn't so sure about them. So that really did help me to like, even if I was talking to someone and I mean talking loosely, like, you know, <laughs> you know, we may make plans to go mm -hmm. out to eat or something like that. It was like, oh, okay, like, uh, I'm, you know, I met somebody else and this is what it is. Like it, it wasn't, I didn't have anybody in my life at that time where it was like I had to, you know, kind of cut ties with or like, yeah, and that's, yeah. That's important. I think a lot of people, like when you're dating and you're trying to figure that out, you're like, oh, like I have all of these people and who do I want to pick from? And it was like, no, I'm going to create mm -hmm. space for that person to come along. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> it's hard to like, See the one when it's like a, a sea of all these other mm, yes yes okay <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> but it is one thing I do want to like set straight even though I enjoyed my time prior to like during the wait there were times where it did get frustrating in dating like there were times where I was like oh like I'm tired of this like just, just let me meet that that person um, right. <laughs> it, it did get frustrating because after a while you keep going out on these dates and you're like <sighs> like you know <laughs> so yeah no it's like it's frustration and disappointment yes. after another one but I would say for the most part like in hindsight it was like oh, I had a good time like I really had a good time and um it it did help me not to stay so focused on like Oh, like I, I haven't met my husband yet, or you know, right. I'm not married yet. I thought I would be. Like it didn't help me. It, it helped me not to focus on the, the things that I, you know, that I did not have yet. That's good. I like that. That's gonna be one of the quotes mm -hmm. I put on the the five things I learned from Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely gonna be on there. Um. Okay. So you are now dating your husband, and you're engaged, mm -hmm. and gonna get married and all of these things how was it in that transition because you said you live in Chicago now so now you're talking about mm -hmm. getting married and you're moving and one of the things you said was like you're from the Maryland area so like you had a lot of friends there how was it transitioning to that space knowing that you were moving your life to Chicago yeah <laughs> and what and then you know <laughs> like yeah <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's crazy because I think now, like, I still have moments where I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I left everything that I knew, like, everything that was comfortable, everything was familiar to me, and I, like, mm -hmm. moved to Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, so it was difficult. Um, so honestly, I think by the time we started planning the wedding until getting married, I think it was about nine months. And so that meant that I had nine months to prepare for this move. <laughs> we, I didn't move here until after we got married. Mm -hmm. um, and the most time that we had spent together consecutively was two weeks. So. <laughs> it was a big transition. So, um, yeah, it, it was huge. So prior to the wedding, of course, like I'm planning a wedding. Mm -hmm. And I have a job that I have to do. Right. <laughs> like, I'm going to work and doing my job. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, and then trying to get all of, like, the affairs together to get ready to Ooh. move. Literally, um, we got married in May, May 24th of last mm -hmm. year. We went on our honeymoon uh, two days after the wedding. We 
came back a week later and then mm -hmm. drove from DC to Chicago. And that was when I like officially moved here. That was and quick. So, <laughs> yeah. It was very quick. Like, mm -hmm. and so I didn't even have enough time to process all of this mm. because it Keep happened talking. I'm so coming on the fast. Keep talking. Okay. Yeah, but. And, um, <laughs> and everything happened so fast. I didn't even have time to process it. And mm -hmm. so, um, so it was difficult. Um, like I said, we had been long distance until we got married. Um, I mentioned earlier, I'm an only child. And so um, my, my parents, both of my parents, thankfully, are still living. Mm -hmm. They're up there in age. So and my parents lived um, like 30 minutes away from me in Maryland. So it was extremely difficult to leave them um, because, you know, I'm the only child, it's only me, and, yeah. you know, I just, you know, I, you know, I worry about my parents, even though they're <laughs> no, together. it's true, it's true, it's true. As Especially now, away. during, like, a pandemic. Right. Um, so it was difficult leaving them. Um, it was difficult leaving, most of my friends are in the DMV, it was difficult leaving my friends, I have family there, so mm -hmm. I really, I knew it was a major move, like, before I did it, I knew it was major, I knew it would probably affect me. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how it would affect me, but um, I just didn't even have time to process it because, I, like I said, I was working, I was planning a wedding, I'm like mm -hmm. trying to prepare for a move. I have a home, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do, like with my home. Right. So exactly. it was just a lot. It didn't hit me until I got here. Um, and I was like, whoa. Like, <laughs> also, let me this add, is new. <laughs> yeah, let me add my job is based in DC and I was fortunate enough to be able to work remotely from Chicago. So now I'm going from working in an office with people to now working remotely. So th this all happened like within the span of like I said a week. So it was a lot to process. <laughs> you know, for my husband, he lived in Chicago. So when we drove from um, Maryland to Chicago for me to move, it was like business as usual for him, except for the fact that now he has this new wife and now he has to share his space with his new wife. <laughs> but it was business as usual for him. Mm -hmm. I was the one who was going through the major transition. And so um, it was really tough. I remember, you know, we got married in May, at the end of May into June. I remember July 4th weekend, he had to work. And I remember talking to my friends and um, we were texting and I was like, you know, oh, like, I'm going to be here by myself, like, you know. And um, thankfully, I got some friends that are just as, like, random as I am. <laughs> and we ended up going to Las Vegas. But I really, I had a tough time. Um, and it's tough when your spouse or significant other is not the one going through the transition mm -hmm. themselves. It's not like we both moved to a new place. I was the only one who moved to a new place. And um, I think as much as he tried to support me in that, it, to me, it just wasn't going to be the same because he wasn't going through it either. So he didn't understand it like I like I understood it. So it was really difficult. It was really mm -hmm. tough. I'm still, you know, I'm <laughs> now I'm a little bit more adjusted to it. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's been a year. Um, but... I had to cope with it by traveling home a lot. But it's, you know what's so crazy is you were transitioning to a new place and to a new, like, journey in your life as a wife at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so 
how would you say you were able to step into those roles like your role as a wife and then like mm -hmm. now this area now you're stepping into a new town a new state a new place so how were you able to do those two things like what would you say helped you step into becoming a wife and then also helped you like transition your life at the mm -hmm. same time or did you mm -hmm. have to do them were they separate processes or were you able to like do them together um <clears throat> I kind of had to do them together because they happened like at the same time same time <laughs> um, yeah I think how I was able to step into being a wife um you know let me tell you there's nothing that can really prepare you <laughs> all this advice you know you're at your bridal shower or you're at the wedding or, or whoever you talk to and you tell them I'm about to get married and they will give you this advice mm -hmm. and this is something that me and my husband like joke about they're like why doesn't anybody tell you like how difficult <laughs> how difficult it is <laughs> yeah. like you know people do say it but they'll like really go into details right, right. um and so you know I think what I tried to do to step into it was like um, prayer. Um, Amen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I would read devotionals about like mm -hmm. marriage, about like being a wife, um, just like from, I guess, like the biblical standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, I Which did was big for you and important. So that's important. That's an important piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did <laughs> download... Um, a book and I can't remember the name of it. I will mm -hmm. give it to you. I have not read the book yet, but I did read it. Um, <laughs> along with all the other books I haven't read. Um, so I tried to like, you know, prepare myself from that standpoint. Um, you know, I would talk to people. I would talk to my mom and, you know, um, I, you know, I would, yeah, like, I, I would just, like, you know, I, I follow some pages on Instagram, really, mm -hmm. like, really inspirational, like, advice about <laughs> marriage, or, you know, like, drop little gems about marriage. Um, yeah, I, I really feel like I kind of went into it, maybe not as prepared to step into mm. being a wife, because I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. um, Which is um, fair. It's only been a year. Yeah, it's only been a year. <laughs> but I would say, like, um, it's being a wife is no different than like it is different because you have different expectations. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it is different. But I think just as far as like um, some of the things that I've learned, and I think we're gonna get into this. Some of the things that I've learned. Are really no different than like the foundational truths that we learned like growing up we just lose sight of it along the way mm -hmm. so um as far as preparing for the move um i also feel like i was not prepared for that as well i've never <laughs> moved anywhere before let me just add that i've lived in okay, so this my is a whole big, life. big thing for you because you moved for the first yes time. <laughs> okay. like um i mean I, I did go to college in north carolina but that's like a different type of move right that's not perfect right so, um, I honestly, I don't think I was prepared for the move either. I just mm -hmm. wasn't like, I had to, I never had to go through like switching my car registration and like, <laughs> getting a license in a new state and, and all of that. 
<laughs> yeah, and then I was also changing my last name, right? And so it was just a lot going on. <laughs> All um, on one side. Yeah, so, um, you know, one of the things that I had intended to do prior to moving was to go to therapy because I knew it was going to be a major life transition. I did mm -hmm. not know how it was going to affect me. I do know that when I've gone through major transitions before, mm -hmm. um, it's been kind of like a shock to me, right? Like, I didn't really know how to how to process it or handle it so I, I had intended to go to therapy prior to i ended up going after i moved here which okay i think was probably better because i didn't it would have been nice to have been prepared like emotionally for the move <laughs> but um i think going after i moved knowing how it was affecting me um really helped um to you know provide that additional support and that's good i think when you said how it was affecting you, you were able, you were already in this, in the area, like you were mm -hmm. in Chicago and you were like, okay, these are the things that I know off rip I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like you would have been prepared, but would you say that starting it after was more beneficial because you could like pinpoint things that you knew you wanted to talk through in therapy? I think it was, <laughs> okay. um, because at that point, like prior to, if I would have went to therapy prior to, I probably would have just been focusing like, I'm moving, I'm getting married. Like these changes are about to happen. And I just kind of want to be like reassured about all of it. Right? Mm -hmm. But after um, I was able to really um, be specific about like what I was processing, stepping mm -hmm. into being a wife, stepping into moving, stepping mm -hmm. into working remotely, like, Stepping yes. <laughs> into all of these changes, I was really able to get be specific and you know, kind of get advice and support and like how to cope with with all of the different changes. Yeah, and that's big. I think that's important. And a lot of people, you're not the first um, married woman to say she's going to therapy for herself. I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, people just like you said, you assume that it's so easy, and no one prepares you that it's so hard, especially mm -hmm. when. Your trans, your, all your transition happened at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's really, I think that's really important for for someone to to know that it's okay mm -hmm. to like feel like you need that additional support. Um, so you said you, we're gonna get to it. So let's just jump into it. <laughs> <laughs> let's just jump into it. So some of the things like you learned on that that stepping into journey and, and transitioning and, and going to therapy and like now being a wife for a year, like talk mm -hmm. a little bit about that. Whew, let me <laughs> tell you, a lot of people say this and I guess, you know, everybody's experience is not the same. Year one is, is tough. It's rough. Mm -hmm. Like it's a roller coaster. Um, and so, because especially for us, like I said, we were going from, we did not live together until after the wedding, we were long distance up until that point. Um, so, we were really kind of relearning each other um, mm -hmm. because we knew each other in our operating in our own worlds, right? Mm -hmm. Like his world in Chicago, mine's in the DMV. So, um, so yeah, it was difficult. Your one was like, we we actually talked about this the other day, and we were like, we had to learn that we are not enemies. <laughs> mm. Like we. <laughs> We play on the same team, like not on opposing teams. Ellen and so, like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> because, because I think that, um, you know, when you live two separate independent lives mm. and you live them 
you know, in two different states and you now come together, it's, you know, it's, it's almost like you want to protect your, like, um, I guess you want to protect, I don't know if independence is the right word, but you kind of like, you want to protect who you are, like your, I guess your individual identity, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's like now, like now you're together, like you're in this with somebody else. I was thinking about like how it's so difficult, I think, um, when it comes to to marriage to adjust to, because we are like, um, most of the things that we do in our lives, most of the things that we accomplish are because of our own individual inputs, right? Like mm -hmm. you graduate from college, it's because of your studying and right. your, you know, your hard work, right? <laughs> You did it on your when own. You get married, <laughs> right? When you get married, it's not just your individual contribution. It's mm -hmm. two, like it's mm -hmm. you and your spouses, or you and your if you're not married, like in a relationship, mm -hmm. it's you and that other person's contributions. And to make that relationship or marriage work, you need both people to, mm -hmm. <laughs> to mm -hmm. contribute. And so, um, I think. It, for for me at least, it was so difficult because I have to, in a sense, rely on somebody else in order for for us to 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 be successful, right? Um, okay. And not that like he's like not doing anything, but it's like you know, it's just it's not about you anymore. It's like right. <laughs> the other person. It's like the and like you like, you were used to like Christy doing. Christy for Christy yeah. and now you're like mm -hmm. now I have a husband and a, a marriage that I'm like these conversations that you would normally have with yourself you're having with someone else that and like <laughs> the way I would react you know oh, and okay. the consequences of it only falling on me it now impacts mm -hmm. somebody else mm -hmm. so um so yeah you're we were all trying to navigate that in year one and it it it, it could be a lot. <laughs> um, Especially your, your transition. Like, that was a yeah. part of it, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's year one. But um, I think as far as, like, the move and all of that, um, uh, now after year one, like, I'm a little bit more adjusted. Like, as far as mm -hmm. working from home, I guess it kind of helps that everybody else, <laughs> most <laughs> everybody, else everybody else is working from home, too. When yeah. like, ironically <laughs> it would happen that there's a pandemic that happens and so um so yeah so you know just knowing that like um there's now other people I mean it's for unfortunate circumstances but there's other people that like I can kind of um that kind of feel like what it's like to work remotely and you don't have human interaction throughout the day <laughs> um <laughs> So what has it been um, like, would you say, would be one of the things that was important for you to either receive or to understand mm -hmm. that you needed to adjust on to transition? So you talked about, like, you know, we talked about you coming to Chicago, moving to Chicago and mm -hmm. becoming a wife, or you going from a long-distance relationship to, like, now together all the time. What was one thing you felt like? you needed on your journey or you needed to kind of be open to for you mm -hmm. to see that to work? Um, so I needed to be open to 
change, um, change mm -hmm. within myself, um, mainly change within myself, um, <laughs> because, <laughs> um, what I've discovered is marriage is like a, you know, those mirrors that like show all of your pores and all mm -hmm. of that, like, it's like, you crazy. <laughs> Expose like, all the little stuff on your face that you don't want nobody to see. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Marriage is like that, like magnifying mm -hmm. glass, like glass for like yourself, like um, mm -hmm. for the ugly parts of you, for like, you know, the bad attitude for like, and I'm not necessarily saying this is pertaining to me. Some of it may be. <laughs> <laughs> For like general terms right now. <laughs> yeah, like that attitude, the the yelling or the cursing or just, you know, the giving the silent treatment or whatever, mm. right? Like marriage is this magnifying glass for those things that other people might tolerate. Either other people like in your life, your family, your mm -hmm. friends, or in previous relationships that your spouse may not tolerate mm. and so um one of the things that um uh i really had to change was um the way that i respond responded to certain situations um because it wasn't helping my marriage um one of the things that um, that my husband says, um, like one of the things that we'll have to assess sometimes is like, is this helping our marriage or is it hurting? Mm. And so that's one of the things that I really had to take a step back. I think, like I said, we had to learn that we weren't enemies. And I think it's because like we were very defensive, very protective of our, like our egos and our emotions. Right. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I had to learn to do was like, take a step back and be mm. like, you know, before I react, before I respond, is this helping or, or is this hurting? Um, and so, you know, I had to be open to, like I said, to changing. Like I had mm -hmm. to be committed to um, doing away with those parts of me that mm -hmm. were not helpful <laughs> in my marriage. Mm -hmm. And I think and um realizing those things they've all also helped me out in other relationships like in my friendships um and i'm sure they'll help me out in the future with you know other situations and relationships mm -hmm. i don't know if that answered your question i feel like i went off the <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, did. it did and it brought me to like another thing i know we have some other questions but the one mm -hmm. thing i was gonna ask was what was the most important thing that you felt um like you talked a lot about your individuality and like mm -hmm. your 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 independent self and all of that. So understanding that you said you're coming together and that ego there, what was one thing that you felt was important to to either accept or to be mindful of, to be open to, to ensure that you're still protecting your individuality, but mm -hmm. but now being open to sharing some of that with someone else. Because like when you're, I guess when you're in a relationship, it's mm -hmm. not the same as when you're at a marriage like you were saying like there's different things like your reactions and everything are different so how what was one thing that was important to protect that but also to like be open to sharing mm. that with your husband hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think I think um, one of the things huh, 
I think one of the things is, um, and I don't know if this directly gets to your question, but I think being open to um, criticism, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think, you know, when you're, no one's going to have, like, no one's as close to you as your spouse or mm -hmm. significant other. Um, and no one has, or no one should have a relationship with your spouse or significant other. Um, you shouldn't have a relationship like that with anyone else. And so mm -hmm. I think um, the things that he would point out about me, like if a friend was to point it out, I would mm -hmm. probably be like, who are you? <laughs> that, right? But because, <laughs> because my husband probably mm. sees me in a completely different um, space than my friends. You know, you, you got to think about it like, you see your friends like every now and then or whatever. Like, you're not living with them. You're not dealing with them. <laughs> so things that they might tolerate, your spouse is a significant other like you know or they may tolerate your spouse's significant other may not tolerate and so i think um some of the things that i would do um like i said they weren't like helpful to the marriage and I, I wasn't i don't know if i necessarily was doing this with my friends but um but yeah like i had to be open to criticism and not it, it was constructive criticism. It wasn't like, right. you know, like, right. and so I had to really be open to like hearing him and mm -hmm. then doing whatever I had to do to change whatever he pointed out because mm -hmm. clearly it bothered him in the marriage. Um, yeah. And so, and this could have been something that I've done in previous relationships and mm -hmm. like they never had an issue or they just dealt with it. Right. But one of the things that I also, you know, you have to realize, like I said, your marriage is unlike any other relationship, present right. or past. And so, um, so, you know, you really have to, because I think I would say a lot, like, well, nobody's ever told me this. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you're the only one person who has an issue with this. <laughs> and it's like, but this Everybody is else say it is. Right. <laughs> but clearly, like, this is your spouse, right? This is the person that sees you every day. Like, if they have an issue with something, then, you know, I, I'm going to try to do my best to work on yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? And that's something, and I don't think, it's, it's not anything that's going to, like, really change who I am right like you mm -hmm. what you don't want and what people I think fail to realize is the day you say I do <laughs> that person that is showing up in front of you is the person you're marrying mm. and if you have any any doubts any issues with them or whatever that's what you're marrying like you can't change someone we're not like we're not responsible to change anyone else. We can only change ourselves. Okay. And that's another thing, um, probably not related to your question. That's another thing that I had to learn is that I can only change myself. I'm only responsible for myself. Mm. And <laughs> I, I can't change him. Like, and so I can only be focused on what I can handle and manage when it comes to our marriage. Um, mm. and, um, like I said, you know, you could I can express my concerns about something, but I knew mm -hmm. who I married. You know what I'm saying? And right. of course, like people do change over time. It's natural that mm -hmm. we evolve, that we grow, that we change over time. Mm -hmm. But that's one thing. Like 
especially if you're dating. Right. You you can't change anybody. You can think that you're changing that you're changing someone, but you're not. But (laughs) yeah, like you have to be responsible for making the change yourself. And that does answer my question because that goes into like I'm sorry that light was just like on my forehead. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my god, it's hot. Um, But that also goes into like keeping your individuality is understanding Mm -hmm. that you can only change yourself. So how important it is to keep that for you but then also being able to create space for criticism because yeah. you want to be open to your spouse's needs but you still want to be able to say i don't want to change so much mm-hmm. for you that i lose myself so mm-hmm. that is important i think that did answer my question let me give an example <laughs> and it's really like minimal but i remember um you know I, I moved into his home so he's very aware of how everything operates and i'm the one you know <laughs> and i remember like i was loading the dishwasher and I've never, I never grew up using a dishwasher. I just like <laughs> Girl, I love a dishwasher. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we never really used a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. As I was loading the dishwasher, I remember he was telling me, like, oh, you know, I normally put this right here because of blah, blah, blah. Now, that really struck a nerve for me because <laughs> I lived, you know, in my own home, like, doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And... It, you know, for him to tell me <laughs> how to load a dishwasher, he was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and I think, um, newly, like, I mean, newly, newly married, like months in, me probably would have went off, mm. but I had to learn that <laughs> he's just telling me this because of such and such a reason. I don't know if I won't break or whatever, and not to be so defensive about it, like he, you know, right. what I'm saying so. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one he's like, you putting the plate in wrong. What you mean I'm putting the plate in wrong? What you mean I mean, <laughs> like, like, is there a wrong way to do this? <laughs> but I think that also goes into you, like, when you're, when you have your individual personality and things like that, like, you get defensive about it. You're like, why are you coming yeah. It's important to know, like you said, to be open to that criticism because marriage is about that. And like you said, the mm-hmm. mirror, like, just showing you everything that you don't mm-hmm. want to see, but also understanding, like, it's okay to still keep pieces of you, right? And not oh yeah, mm-hmm, and not fully change for yourself. So I think yeah, it's important. Like you, I think you have to maintain pieces of you. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if maybe us being long distance helped, but mm-hmm. we, you know, I, I think I think also trust is important. Like you got to trust yeah. <laughs> your your spouse <laughs> or your partner, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like. We are very much, I feel like to a certain extent, we still operate. Like, we're still in the long I mean, we live in the same house, but we're not, like, grilling each other or, like, where are you about to go or whatever. Like, if I'm going to travel from home with my girls, I'll be like, hey, you know, give them a heads up. Uh, we have a shared calendar. Put the flight details in the calendar. Like, you know, that's that. Like, he knows I love to travel. Um, and so, you know, I still, you know, protect those pieces of me right <laughs> like and I still he, and he still allows you to be that person which i think is right too that's an important piece of it too right um, okay so we got two more questions okay. two big last questions so the first one is um so what does stepping into love mean to you and how do you feel what is one way you felt like you've done that mm-hmm. coming into your marriage well so i think stepping into love um like I said, I think a big part of this journey 
has um, and especially a big part of being married, I think has really helped to better me as a wife, mm -hmm. as a friend, as a, you know, a daughter, just in general relationships or relating to other people. And so I feel like stepping into love is um, stepping into better versions of yourself, really. Okay. Um, because um, in order to give and receive love, it starts mm -hmm. with you. Like you have to, you have to love yourself first in order to be able to give it, and you have to love yourself to um, be willing to receive the love that's that's given to you. Mm. When I think about love, I think about um, love is sacrificial, love is unconditional. Mm -hmm. um, I think about the word love and joy, not happiness, because happiness is fleeting. But mm. I feel like joy is everlasting. And so... Come through. Come, come on, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, when I think about joy, I think about um, even when things are not going how you want them to, you still, like, have this inner, like, mm -hmm. feeling of just, um, of just, you know, gratitude and um, positivity. And so mm -hmm. marriage has a lot of ups and downs. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I think as long as um, you remember why you got married, mm -hmm. you remember um, why you felt in love with the person that you're married to, um, that you, you know, there's times that I look at my husband and, I'm just like, wow, like, you know, like, I really, you know, <laughs> I really like, you know, um, the way he, you know, did this. Like, I really like the way I did that. Like, it's just in those moments that it brings you back to, like, you know, just being grateful, um, even when things are not going the way that you expect. And so going back to, like, stepping into the better version of yourself um, as a wife, of this past year, I've had to learn a lot of lessons about myself. I had to make some improvement with mm -hmm. myself in order to better mm -hmm. our marriage, in order to take that step back and say, like, is this helping or is this hurting? And I want to help our marriage. Mm -hmm. So there's some things that I, I had to adjust and change. And how that spills over into other aspects of my life, um, you know, in order to um, be the best version of myself, I have to sacrifice some things. I have to sacrifice some bad habits. I have to sacrifice negative thinking. Um, uh, being unconditional, like, no matter what. Like, you know, yeah, I effed up. Like, but I still, like, still love me. Or, right. you know, my husband may have did something that pissed me off. I still love him. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there's, you know... It's difficult, you know, the whole for better or worse thing <laughs> But it's supposed to be unconditional, like highs, lows, right. rich, poor, like, you know, mm -hmm. like there's there's nothing that could tear us apart. Um, and so with myself, it's that like still believing in myself, not giving up on myself that like I'm gonna do the work to, you know, be a better Christy 
and mm -hmm. being a better wife, being a better friend, being whatever. So it's really, um, like I said, um, stepping into love and stepping into just a better version of me um, has really helped me to um, still be on the journey of, you know, stepping into <laughs> being a wife and stepping this transition, um, still adjusting to being in a new place. Mm -hmm. Okay, so last question. And this mm -hmm. was like, you answered the other last question, but I'm going to throw this one in there. Because <laughs> the other question was like, you know, what's one thing you're stepping into, but you talked about stepping into a better version of you. Mm -hmm. um, so what is, if someone is out there who is going through something similar that you're going through, what would be one thing that you would tell them that you know now about your journey from singleness to long distance mm -hmm. relationship to marriage to Chicago? What would be one thing that you would say is important for your journey? And Instagram done told us that there's two minutes left, so. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say like, just what? Gosh. Oh, can it be more than one like really quickly? <laughs> All right. You can make it. I'll make I'll give you like a 30 second countdown. Okay. Time. So like journey from singleness <laughs> to all of this, all these other transitions. Um, you know, just to um like I said, love yourself, like be committed to yourself, be committed to investing in yourself to be able to give and receive love, to be open. Um to be honest with yourself, like, um, you know, if you know there's some things that you need to work on, mm. be honest with yourself and mm. work on those things mm. so that you can um, step into love, whatever that may be for you. Um, I just wanted to say about marriage. Um, I talked about advice. A lot of people will give you advice. A lot of people will tell you a lot of things. Don't get caught up in idolizing social media couples or celebrity yes. couples <laughs> don't like don't worry about you know uh a timeline don't worry about you know everybody on your timeline is getting uh engaged or married like everybody's on their own journey mm -hmm. and like i said people will give you all the advice that they can give your marriage is you and your spouses mm -hmm. like you make it what you all want to make it and i would say the only advice i think i would give anyone is just to communicate that's like a whole nother topic but <laughs> communicate um be you know be positive be open um and okay really quickly things. five <laughs> <laughs> okay so well thank you christy for coming instagram i'm gonna shut us off like, okay Hey y'all, thanks for checking out this episode of the Stepping Into She podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And if you would like to check out the top five things I learned from this conversation and more, head over to my Instagram page, Stepping Into She, to check it out. You can also watch this interview under the IGTV icon on my Stepping Into She Instagram page. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. Also, feel free to DM me on Instagram for topics and conversations that you would like to hear under the Stepping Into She podcast. Thanks.